Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and I am on the streak again where I'm pre recording everything. So you won't, I'm recording this now and it won't be released for four weeks. And that always like throws me for a loop because I love being in real time. Like I take connection so seriously. And I think that the mood of things and the energy of things is just so important. But regardless, um, I'm starting school again next week and I'm going to be super busy. So I want to make sure these get recorded for you all. Um, hopefully they resonate with you just the same whenever they're released. So today I'm talking all about sun in the sign of cancer. Remember, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So I follow the accurate, very precise placement of the planet at the moment of your birth. So the Dates that I'm going to be using are different, more than likely, than the ones that you were raised with if you were raised in the United States or really anywhere in the West. If you want to learn more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, I have two previous podcasts specifically on that. Um, and if you want to see your chart to follow along, you can Google your chart, Vedic chart calculator. You can email me and I'll be happy to send you your chart. And then to know what you're looking at and which houses are where, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on the North Indian tab. And wherever you see Lagna, that means that's your rising sign. H2 is house two, H3 is house three, etc. So wherever you see SU, that is where your son is placed. Um, and what's good about your sun sign is that all we need to know is your birthday. So it's pretty straightforward. If you were born between July 18th and August 15th in Vedic sidereal zodiac, you are a cancer sun. And so I've spoken about this on the previous podcasts as well. You never can tell a whole lot just by one planet. You're always going to want to look at the chart holistically. When the sun moves into the sign of cancer, cancer is led by the moon, okay? The moon rules the sign of cancer. So it's going to be important when you're looking at your sun's placement to also look at the condition of the moon, and that's going to shed a lot of light on how your sun is doing and how you express these different qualities. In general, cancer is known for being nurturing, it's known for its emotions. It's a very emotional sign. It's a very intuitive sign. It puts a lot of emphasis on relationship. It puts a lot of relationship, it puts a lot of emphasis on relationship and how they relate to the people around them. They find security through their family and their friends, and security is very important to them. They can be clingy, they can be possessive. That is one thing that is often said about the sign of cancer is that they're a little bit clingy at times. They're known for being homebodies. Cancers love to be home. They're represented by the crab <laughs> and crabs always have their home right on their back. Okay. So that kind of embodies the sign of cancer. Um, they're also very charming people and very talkative. And they do, they thrive off of communication and the relationship to the people around them. So they're often pleasant and they're often, they often seek harmony. Their mission in life is to find stability, find consistency, find reliability, straightforward transparency. They hate when people play games. They just want to hear the truth straight up, straightforward. 
So those are a few of the qualities of Cancer. And again, it's led by the moon, and it's the only sign that's led by the moon, which makes Cancer special in my opinion. And the moon is constantly changing phases. The moon ebbs and flows every moment. And it's the same thing with Cancerian people. If you have a lot of signs in Cancer, if you're Cancer rising, this is also very much how you're going to feel. Um, You'll find that the emotions fluctuate rapidly. One moment you're feeling really great and on top of the world, and then you hear bad news or you see something sad, and then you're crushed. And then maybe something happy happens, and then you're happy again. Your emotions are very watery, and they move as you move throughout your day. So if you have sun in the first house, in the sign of cancer, something else, sun is your father, right? Sun is your father. Sun is authority. Sun is the government. Sun is your reputation, how people perceive you. It's your ambition and your willpower, your vitality. All of these things are represented by the sun. And so when the sun moves into the sign of cancer, it often gives a very heavy emphasis with your father. So your father may have taught you emotions. And that could be for better or for worse. He could have been extremely nurturing and taught you how to nurture others, how to love others, how to care for others. It could have been, um, if there's a negative aspect that perhaps you learned a little bit more of a difficult way, and now you play it safe and you're very careful with your emotions because you don't want to get hurt. Um, and it takes you some time to heal your own emotions and how it, how you relate to other people is deeply influenced by you and your father's relationship. So if you have sun and cancer in the first house, you're really going to embody these qualities. Your father is going to be a huge influence in your life. You may gain wealth through your father. You may be talented in writing. You're also going to really appreciate material goods. You're going to love stability and security, and you're going to love having those nice things. If you have sun and cancer in the second house, this is really great for communication. You are going to shine in public speaking. You are going to shine with writing ability. You may even be able to console others easily with your words. You're going to be very charming. You could be manipulative. In fact, if there's a negative aspect here, you could be very manipulative and you could have financial gains through your ability to charm and sway others. If you have sun and cancer in the third house, this is a very earthy position to have. You're going to love being at home. You're going to find that you're very lucky in life. You are going to be able to, again, soothe others with your presence. You may have a job where you're driving all over the place, doing short distance trips throughout your day to care for others. You may also have a strong desire to stand up for others. Use your words to empower others and bring stability to others. If you have sun and cancer in the fourth house, you are going to bring so much creativity in your home. You may feel most creative when you're at home or in a homey space. You are going to have a love for children. You're going to be very intelligent and highly educated. 
If you have sun in cancer in the fifth house, this brings a, a lot of energy to children as well. You may have a job helping children, serving children, something related to the health field. You're going to have great luck at work and it's going to be very easy for you to get promotions. And this is, of course, that the sun is well aspected, okay? And this is a very highly creative place to have your sun. You're also going to be very emotional. You're going to use your emotions for creativity. If the sun is negatively aspected here, you could have a tendency to be unethical. You may try to help others and break ethical codes without necessarily realizing it. If you have sun and cancer in the sixth house, this could indicate marriage to a humanitarian. There's going to be a lot of effort for humanitarian efforts, service to others, healing others. There's going to be a big interest in alternative healing here for sure. Sun and Cancer in the sixth house, if it's positively aspected, and you may find a spouse that brings those qualities out in you, or your spouse is going to embody those qualities. When you are in a relationship, you're also going to embody service to your partner. If you have Sun in the seventh house in the sign of Cancer, Barack Obama actually has this. This can bring a lot of wealth through the government. This could bring a lot of wealth through legal matters or litigation, wealth through your spouse's family. Also, your spouse is going to, your relationship with your spouse is going to bring some sort of deep transformation to you. So maybe you go through a personal deep transformation, maybe the relationship between you two ebbs and flows. It's going to be a transport transformational relationship. Um, and you're going to be able to investigate deeper parts of yourself because of the relationship that you have with your significant other. This is a very powerful placement. It's often seen as being negative, um, this placement, but it's actually, in my opinion, and from what I've seen, it can be very positive. On the negative side, sudden ups and downs, feeling uprooted, there could be a deep loss through your partner. There could also be ups and downs with your father because we are talking about the sun and cancer. It could be that your emotions feel uprooted. If you have the sun in the eighth house, you may inherit money from your father. You're going to have very deep, influential teachers in your life. You're going to be very interested in occult knowledge, in traveling, in exploring the mysteries of life. If the son is negatively influenced, there could be loss of the father early in life deeply impacts you emotionally. And you want to check out how your moon is doing as well. So try not to forget that. There's also going to be an interest with healing here. If you have the sun in the ninth house, this brings a very strong sense of purpose, a very strong drive to heal other people, to work for other people, to nurture other people, because cancer is all about nurturing others. You may have a job working for the government. You may have a job working for like a teacher or a therapist or an astrologer. Something that gives you a deep drive to heal and serve other people. You're going to try to become an expert in your field. If the sun is not doing well, you're going to have that drive. 
but you may have a difficult time actualizing it. There are going to be bumps in the road. It is the ninth house, which brings a lot of fortune. So even if it is negatively impacted, you can generally get what you want. It's just going to take a lot more effort. If you have sun and cancer in the 10th house, again, you may have a job working for the government. You're going to get a lot of gains through your network circles. You're going to love caring for other people. You're going to benefit from your friends, working in an environment where you feel that you're surrounded with friends. You're going to feel a lot of comfort and security in your workplace. You may derive a family-like feeling where you work. If you have sun in the 11th house in the sign of cancer, this will bring money through distant places. You may even travel somewhere to provide service. You may work with foreigners. You may work with meditation. If the sun is negatively negatively influenced, you could lose your money. You may experience trouble in distant places. You may have really bad luck with traveling. If you have sun and cancer in the 12th house, this is going to bring a lot of introspection. You're going to have an interest in psychology and religion. You're going to appreciate isolation. You're going to appreciate traveling to foreign places. You may even find partnership in foreign places. Your father may be a foreigner in some way. He may be from a distant place. You're going to be extremely passionate, and you're probably, if the sun is doing well, have a lot of positive sexual experiences. If the sun is not doing well, you could feel isolated in a negative way. You could feel like nobody understands you. You could feel disconnected from your mind and your opinions. You may have like a sense of loss of identity through others. You may be too consumed with the people around you to remember who you are. It's possible. So I deliberately tried to shorten this up for you guys, and I'm proud to say (laughs) so far, so good. Um, The celebrities I wanted to talk about, Barack Obama is one of them. He has a cancer son in Vedic astrology. And there's also Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Lopez. And both of them have had long, significant relationships and influenced by their father, which I've found pretty interesting. To be honest, I don't know much about Barack Obama and his relationship with his dad, but he is very much into humanitarian efforts and serving the greater population. Um, And he puts a lot of emphasis in his family and his wife and in his children. Um, Very Cancerian type of qualities there. And I don't want to make this entire segment about Barack Obama, but he's also a Capricorn rising. Um, which gives him more of that stability and reliability. Very, very stable. With Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Lopez, especially Jennifer Lopez, if you listen to her music, right? All about love, all about relationship, all about trying to connect with others around her. And then she's also very, she she's a very strong person, right? Um, but you don't see a lot of her in publication now, more of a homebody kind of more hidden. She also, I believe, has Moon in Scorpio, which supports that more secretive nature, not trying to be in the limelight all the time. A very watery type of personality, in my opinion. 
So, okay, I'm going to try to keep this brief. If you are interested in learning more, please email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, if you would like to schedule a reading with me. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.